Hello everyone, welcome to Amen, where we have the power of God and anime on our sides. My name is Greg, today I'm joined by Nick, and we are doing the second part to our introduction to Blank series. Second out of two, of course, last week, or last time we posted, it was for the anime section, what to do if you are trying to get into anime, trying to get into manga, what are some you know, tips that you should follow. And this week we're going to the other half, which is going to be with Christianity. And I think this is on this one's going to be a lot more interesting than uh, the last week because, you know, anime, manga, pretty cool, but just a hobby. Christianity, nah, that's a way of right. life. It's a way that's of a life. lifestyle right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So it's not something to be uh, taken super lightly. And so, um, yeah, we're going to talk about, I think, um, what's... Yeah, kind of like our advice to new Christians or even potentially for people who are like thinking, you know, thinking a little bit about getting into Christianity. What we think are some of the important things that uh, new Christians should be doing. What are things that I guess we wish that we could have done when we were new Christians and uh, everything in between. So I guess first off, right, um, you said earlier that you had a friend who was kind of new to christianity right something along those lines and then you said you asked them a few questions so let's maybe start off with some of those what are what are some of the things that he she has been asking so he she <laughs> <laughs> hey i don't, I don't know <laughs> these questions they you know just kidding um yeah they're like oh what does christianity look like um that was like one of the questions they gave me like 10 questions all together that's a like, lot there, there's a lot of questions actually there's probably more than 10 but okay first of all uh i was talking to this friend because um this friend was going through a hard time with other friends and they felt very i guess lonely and lost and everything so they sought out christianity just to like you know hear about it and to understand it and so me and my friend pastor joe that came on the podcast before um, talk to this person a little bit about Christianity and let them read John. And we talk to them more about like Christianity and what our thoughts are and see if they had any questions where we can answer those questions. And so that's why I thought about this series, because I feel like a lot of times, how do we start? How do we get from being a new Christian to being a Christian like me and Greg? There's a lot of years in between because I'm sure like I became Christian during my high school days. Greg has been Christian all of his life, basically, because he grew up in the church. But I'm sure he has different experiences than I had because we grew up in two different worlds. So now, yeah, I'm talking to someone that's around their 20s about Christianity. So it's a lot different because now they're outside of school. Now they're um, you know, learning about Christianity for themselves. So, yeah, this one, the question was like, who is God? Hmm. It's deep. Who it is, is pretty deep. God? Like, who is God? How, how is God? You know? <laughs> yeah, everyone asks, everyone asking who is God, where is God, but nobody asks how is God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's hurting. He's hurting. Seeing us, he's hurting. <laughs> like, That's actually true. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah i think um 
I, I think it's really interesting because like at this point we're me and Nick I, I don't I don't consider us like super mature I think but we are more mature I hope than a new Christian um and I think one of the most <laughs> interesting things like talking uh to newer Christians is seeing like what type of things they have questions about because a lot of the things that they have questions about are things that we at this point never really think about um like yeah the question like who is god especially for like somebody like me who's grown up in the church for most of my life that's never something that i really questioned before um you know god's god's just always been there you know god god was there from the beginning god is like the one who created us we can come up with like 50 million names and epithets for god right you hear you like um Mm -hmm. And for, like, Jesus, you hear hear all those in, like, all these praise songs. But for somebody who has never been in the church and has never really had experiences with, I guess, religion in general, they might have a very different understanding of God, right? Especially when mm-hmm. you only look at how, like, secular world portrays God or how the people around us may portray God. And, um, yeah, I just, I just find that uh, really interesting. Because it, it just feels like they're from a totally different world. Like, things that I, I would, like, people ask, like, these, like, to me, can sometimes seem like silly questions if you, if you were to hear them from, like, a mature Christian. But for them, they're, like, genuine, like, oh, I really mm-hmm. don't know what this is about. Um, so, yeah, it's, like, it's, like, really interesting. And something that I want to just note right now, and I think we might go into it later, is, like, the difference between people who seek god at like a much older age versus people who kind of grew up in the church i think there is like a really big difference mm-hmm. um like me talking to like sixth graders or like eighth ninth graders right now because i'm teaching both of those classes uh for small group and sunday school like they also like have these types of questions too but they come from a very different place than how your friend uh, then like from your friend and so yeah, i just want to make that distinction right now so right now let's talk about uh people who are coming into it from having no type of religious or christian background because mm-hmm. um yeah they're, they'll be very different so yeah I, yeah i just wanted to say like a lot of these questions are really important and i think that for um more mature believers it's really important to be able to like slow down and to walk through them like walk through these things with them because i think that there's a lot of like christian lingo that we just kind of use and then we never think about because it's like it's like second nature to us right um when we talk about like righteousness when we talk about like glory and like words like that when we talk about sanctification um these are all words that I'll admit I didn't even really know the definitions of until like a few years ago. Yo, true. Like even grace. Like yeah, all like, these words are just like, what are these words? It's like, oh like yeah, God's love and mercy. And I was like, what what the heck is God's love and mercy? Um for us like new or uh, uh, more mature people, more mature believers, we need to slow down and be able to like explain what these things are. Um mm-hmm. and for I think newer Christians, it's I think I want to say like something like in your best interest to try to like pick up on these words like 
very quickly and to get like a good understanding of them um because i think a lot of people grow up with like a pretty shoddy understanding and they don't like fully get what a lot of these things mean and it makes for i think we christians if if i'm being completely honest yeah i feel like because if people don't have i don't know i feel like people have different um thoughts or different definitions of certain words and it just skews what god really is trying to say a lot of times mm -hmm. um yeah so i think that that's where like spotty christians happen when they don't fully see the the big picture of what god's trying to say and they try to fill it in with their own words instead of what god is saying throughout like the bible mm -hmm. yeah yeah so just one so tip num tip number one understand a lot of these christian lingo words and understand them like correctly understand them in a not just in in a current kind of context oh, this could be this could be also tip number two not only understanding them in the current context but understanding like what they mean in the context of like the bible and when they were written yeah i think context clues is a big part um i i feel like before going there before going to like the context and everything i think um i think for you know christianity 101 i think the gospel is the foundation and that's probably what should be focused on the most um if people are to explain the explain christianity to somebody or if you are learning about christianity for the first time the gospel is the good news that jesus came down and has died for you and me and so i think that's something to put as the pinpoint because i think from that that's where everything else is like revolving around which is everything revolves around jesus if you believe in like christianity mm -hmm. yeah definitely and yeah. i and like to go along with that um here's something that yeah, kind of goes along with both uh those things yeah i think that focus on the gospel is definitely like key focus on the, like mm -hmm. the gospel is essentially what like makes <laughs> christians christians um at the end of the day um and i think that it like even though it is so important a lot of times people really don't have a great understanding of the gospel and i think that um and i think it's a very it's very interesting uh there's a very interesting reason why and i want to say this um talking not at the perspective of a non-christian becoming a christian i'm going to talk about it from the perspective of people growing up in the church yeah so we're going to do a little flip right now i think that um when you talk about the gospel with a lot of christians a lot of people focus on the fact on like jesus's and jesus and god's love for us right like um everybody knows john three sixteen who's like a Christian, even, even my sixth graders know, like for God so loved the world, right? For God so loved the world, he sent his one and only son. Um, and a lot of people focus on that for the gospel. And I think it's really important to focus on. I think that um, understanding that God loves us, not just as a group of people, but as individual people as well, is fundamentally important to your Christian faith. But I think just as important as that is the fact, it's like the other side of it, um, which is the fact that we are all sinners, right? 
mm-hmm. I think that before or at the same time that you try to understand God's love, you can't fully understand God's love until you realize how much you need God's love. Um, and the reason why is because right, we, we are all sinners and we all have um, sin. And sin essentially is the thing that is separating us from God, right? Sin being the idea that um, of one we like do wrong or when we don't do fully right in a sense um Mm -hmm. that kind of imperfection separates us from the perfect god and so we need that's why we need god's love that's why we need god's mercy that's why we need jesus to come down but this is something that i really see is not focused on too much in the church today and i think that's a little bit of a problem and i think it makes it hard for um potentially new christians and especially for christians going uh who have grown up in the church because i don't know a lot of times you grow up and we're like you know i'm i've been christian all my life i'm doing pretty well for myself and we don't have a real good sense of how sinful we truly are i can say this because this is how i've kind of like grown up um i think i don't have like a great understanding of the weight of my sin and i think that that's something that a lot of people who convert to christianity uh, later on in their lives has a have like a much better understanding of um mm-hmm. so yeah like just as much as you have to realize that god loves you and god has shown his grace and his mercy to you is to recognize the fact that you in fact are in need of god to give you that love grace and mercy because we obviously cannot do it by ourselves and so i think having a good understanding of god's love and also of our sinfulness is really key for any Christian um, in their in their walks. Not just not just new Christians, even like more mature ones. But I think especially for new Christians, this is something that you want to try to get down right mm-hmm. um, when you're first starting, because that'll like correctly align like your your walk essentially as you like go forward. It's something that I kind of wish for myself earlier on. I feel like the people that don't necessarily like want to be in Christianity or the people that like think that their lives are good. Like I know a lot of friends who have um, great lives or like nothing has bad has really happened to them. And they came to church like here and there, but it seems like they never um, really experienced God. Um, And so I think a big part is that, yeah, as you said, the way of their sin never really like got to them and i feel like i feel like when we understand our sin when we understand how dirty and how icky we are we notice how much we need jesus we notice how much we need a savior because we know that we are we are trash but somehow like god redeems us and god loves us so much that he would adopt us into his family so i think that's a big part because a lot of people don't understand that. And I think that's that's such a big thing that they don't understand how like broken and how sinful we are. And I feel like this is why we we love movies or we love comics about superheroes because usually superheroes they save the day. Um like people are in need of a savior and these superheroes come in and sweep people off their feet. And I think that's what we personally need in our lives, but instead of the superhero our superhero is like jesus um that's that's how i view things but mm-hmm. um yeah i think like if you look into like media i think a lot of shows like 
Endgame, for instance, is just like the one of the most grossing uh, movies out there. It's all about superheroes, like saving the day um, and defeating like the villain, and that's essentially what the whole book of the Bible is about. <laughs> like, um, just like the Savior defeating death, Jesus defeats death, Jesus defeats Satan. And he's able to reconcile us so that um, we can be with God. It's a little different than like these movies, but it's, it's essentially that. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. When I was um, growing up, I have to say like I grew up not in a like healthy family. Um, and then that's where that was one of the reasons why. I came to Christ is because I noticed how broken my family was, how broken my life was, and I keep hearing this this guy named Jesus, and I keep hearing about restoration. I kept on hearing about um, this God who can make all things new, and after a while, like I was like at this one like retreat, and somehow like um, I just felt like God's presence, and that's where I first became Christian. In my in my honest opinion, I think that's where I first became Christian because I felt something tug in my heart and it made me want to pray. And I think that's a big part too, is just talking to God. Because there's I think Christianity is such a big relationship type of um religion where God wants to talk to you. God wants to be um your friend. He wants to be your father. He wants to um, make sure that, you know, that his kids are okay, but you know what? Sin sucks, and that's why things are not okay. Um, True. And I think that's a huge part. But, yeah, anyways, um, something I did during, like, college was evangelism. Um, so it was, like, cold cut, right? And, yeah, I think, I think Greg said, like, all of them, or he said the major two, which is how sinful we are and, like, how, how much we have to to know about God's love. Um, because, like, you know, in the beginning, we hear that, like, you know, God created us in his image. Um, and essentially, God loves us, and he created us um, to know him personally. Um, and there's, like, a bunch of Bible verses that you can find in, like, John. And I think if you were to read any part of the Bible, read John first to understand the gospel. And that's, like, where John 3.16 is. That's really interesting. But, um yeah. I've watched videos that said if you were to show somebody a gospel, the worst gospel to show them is John. Really? <laughs> yeah, because John was John is written to Christians. So like I like the the target audience for John is Christians who like are in need of like reminder of like reminding that Jesus is like Jesus is like the Son of God. And like that the ones you should be giving to non Christians are Mark, Mark. and Luke. Which are written to non-Christians. Um, mm. I don't know. I just found that interesting. I think that, like, yeah, no, but I think I think he, like, the guy said that the book most used for evangelism is John, but it is likely like the worst to give to other people, uh, especially like if they don't know Jesus or they don't know anything about Christianity. Mostly from like a target audience standpoint. I think that at this point in time, like it. I don't know if you can say that like one or the other is like more effective or or like whatever, but yeah, I just thought that, I just thought that was interesting. 
I've been learning about the Gospels recently. That's why. Yeah. Mm, Interesting. That's actually interesting. If you do not know where to find the Gospel, um, they're in the New Testament. If you don't know where the New Testament starts, it's after Matthew, or it's at Matthew and (laughs) onward. Um, It's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's like the four Gospels. And then after that is like um, their writings and their stories. And and then Paul comes in later, and then there there's like all these other stories and the, from the other disciples. So yeah, I think yeah we have to understand like we are separated from God by our sin, um, and that Jesus is the only solution, and He's the only one that can um, like forgive us and to and love us. Like He is the the way, the truth, the life. Um, usually there's a demonstration of like two bridges or um, like two cliffs. One is, like, mankind. The other side is, like, God. And we cannot do anything in our power to get to God. But because of Jesus, he is the bridge. He is the way maker. Haha. Um, that lets us get to God. And I think that's, like, very powerful to see that, like, even if we are so... Even if we think we are good, we are not. And the only way that we can get to God is by his son jesus um and we could be like a thief at the end of like our ropes and we can still get to god if we believe that jesus is like our savior and that we want to change we want to be better um because of jesus himself i feel like there's there's so much to go into for for christianity like 101 that like i feel like a lot of christians need to hear so yeah what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that everything that you said is uh, pretty spot on. Definitely sounds like if you want to like one of those, uh, if you want to evangelism training, that's what they would tell you. Yeah, that's what, that's what you just it's... reminded me of. Because I that that's I was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was there. And uh, you said earlier that uh, Christianity is like very uh, relationship focused. Uh, between us and God, and I think that it's also very relationship focused between us and other Christians, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast already, especially in the early days. Um, the idea that you know, community is this really important thing in Christianity, and it's not just for people like it's not just for mature Christians; it's also for uh, the new ones, especially I think for newer Christians. I think it's like we're charged as more mature believers to be able to help those who are weaker in their faith i think this is like a Mm -hmm. theme that kind of runs through the new testament sometimes um in like various books and stuff like that and so uh being a part of a community is potentially the one of the most practical ways of growing your faith because Mm -hmm. i don't know the more you like it's it's all it's like when you when you true when you're like um when your parents used to talk to you about your friends right like be careful like the friends that you make because yeah, they're going to influence you. And so if you are spending all your time with other people who love God and are trying to get closer to God, then it will influence you to do the same. And so mm-hmm. being a part of community, I think, is super important. That's why a lot of times people don't really like um, like on the street evangelism because they're like, you know, you tell them about this good news and then you kind of leave them hanging. You got to like bring them into the church and all that kind of stuff, which I think is, mm-hmm. uh, does have a lot of, a lot of merit to it. Um, because yeah. 
it like if if you're not if you're not part of community, I think it's really really hard. Like for mm-hmm. mature Christians, you you can't like even though you think you can, you really can't survive without community, and that's like even more so for newer Christians. No, definitely, and I think that the way that most people come to the church is because of community because you had because they had a friend that was christian and their that christian friend somehow like was a light or like sparked interest into the non-christian's life and was just like hey like like there's something different about you greg what is it and you'd be like i don't know jesus and you'd be like i'd be like oh who's jesus that sounds exactly like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah. <laughs> um but no, like I think that's a big thing. Is like, as Christians, we are supposed to be. We're supposed to be like different than the world. Like, if the world told us to like hate somebody, or like if there's a reason to hate somebody, like most people would hate that person. But for some reason, like Christianity, just like you know, if they slap you on the right cheek, give them the left, and we're just like, what? But it's, like, there's so much forgiveness within Christianity that, like, it makes us look different. Um, and I think a lot of people question that. Just like, oh, um, like, you, like, I feel like you've been wronged. Why does it look like you're fine? And in a sense, like, we were wronged. But, you know, this, this life of ours, like, we don't really care about this life here more so than we, than we do with our, like, eternal life with God. And so if we're just, like, thinking about, like, people's, like, problems with us or our problems with them, like, I think that ruins the whole fact of forgiveness. And so I think Christianity is a huge part in, like, being new, or not being new, but being different um, than the world. And so I think for non-Christians, people can see, non-Christians can see that, and they're attracted to that. and. I think that's where bringing people into the church is such a huge part. And I think when you bring them to the church, you bring them to like a small group, you bring them into like a family where they can talk about their lives and hear about who Jesus is. And I think that's like where I guess like things start churning because I think the gospel is the first thing. I think coming to the church is second and then learning more about who God is um throughout their time at church throughout their time at small groups throughout their time just reading the bible is where things start like happening and where i think you level up as a christian or as a fellow like follower of god when you start like wondering more about who this god is so then you ask the question who is god Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i want to bring this up now because i feel like i'm going to forget it later um i feel like it should come later but no yeah we're just gonna do it now it's the idea that uh, like what you said earlier that christianity is radically different than how the rest of the world lives and it should be radically different and if this and i think this is like very very key because again this is something that new christians need to understand this is also something that mature believers should also really understand we're told in the bible that 
we are going to face suffering and persecution. And that's just not for no reason, right? It's because we act differently than how the rest of the world acts. And so for all new believers out there, or for people interested in Christianity, like, don't be surprised when you come across opposition, right? Mm -hmm. Don't be surprised when the things that you believe get kind of like trashed on. Don't be surprised when like people really don't like hearing some of the things that you say and don't be surprised. I, I think this is very important. Don't be surprised when what the Bible says or what God says goes against some of the things that you might have previously believed. I think that is yeah. a really important point that mm -hmm. like even mature believers have a very hard time grasping. And I think it's going to mm -hmm. come as even more of a shock for people who have not grown up in the church that they're going to have a lot of preconceived notions or a lot of like previously held beliefs that they're coming into Christianity with because like you're not going to live in the world with no beliefs. Like you have to, you have to hold certain things in, in the like higher regard and Christianity because it is radically different is going to say, actually this or actually that like this is actually not how um things should be and it should be like this and a lot of people um have a really hard time dealing with some of these issues and you see this a lot in politics and in like political discussions you see this a lot in i think ethical discussions like there are just some things in Christianity that uh, are just very different. I think like some things like the sanctity of life is an issue that you have to view very differently when you're a Christian compared to when you are not a Christian. Um, it's it's just like, it, it's like there's no two ways about it. You can't try to be like, oh, well, actually, I think that like... Um, the Bible might not say like life is that important. Like you're not gonna get you're not gonna get away with that, um, and that might go against some of the things that you believe in here. And here is like the real rub of like Christianity, right? Because like up to this point, you might have thought like Christianity was like all f all like fun and games because like oh, there's a God that loves me unconditionally. Like he gives me grace and mercy, and he like blesses me all the time. Like I do know that I am a sinner, but but like you know you know Jesus got me right. Um, but then, but then now you have to understand, like, God also, like, God is not just, God is not like the safety net for your life. God is mm -hmm. like, in a sense, you can say like God is demanding in a, in a way, like God does not, like God wants not just a part of you. God wants like, oh, Everything. that's like, the, that's like the kind of, that's the kind of relationship that you're getting into. And you might think that that's unfair. And if you think that that's unfair, then that's something you really need to, <laughs> something you need to work out, um, with yourself before, you know, saying that you want to be a Christian because this is this is literally all or nothing because your life right now is essentially like all or nothing as well. You just don't really. Um, this is not how, what like that's not that's not how people normally think of it, but that's that's mm -hmm. the case. Um, and so, Christianity is going to have you abandon some of your previously held beliefs for things that like you've heard for years, like being like, oh, that's so like. 
that's so stupid that's like there's no way that like this can be true like all those like religious fundamentalists don't understand science and all that kind of stuff and you might have said the exact same things but once you become a christian you have to really start thinking about these things not just from the context of this is what everybody else says but from the context of what does the bible and what does god say um and this is yeah this is i think a really important issue is to like is part part of it i think is the idea of surrender which i think is another thing that new christians have to really be aware of the idea of surrender not just and like the idea of like surrendering like your entire life part of which is your beliefs that you've had up to this point um to god and it's something that you have to be ready for because this mm-hmm. is hard it's not this is not an easy thing to do um but yeah that's that's like a it's it's and it sounds like a warning but like the thing is it's not like a it's not a bad thing right it's not like oh i'm going to take this away and replace it with this like random thing but that it's like that random thing is actually like the correct way of thinking about things and it is the more proper way and then once you are able to think or to understand why this is the case then you'll be able to live an even fuller life a life with even more understanding and more wisdom uh, than you could before but it like takes a little bit to get there yeah and if you do have these questions if you do have these doubts about why does the bible say like this or that you can always ask us and hopefully we might have an answer we might not um but that's okay because then me and greg can go and look up and ask someone else and see if like this pastor would know or look give us like time to research um certain topics and understand like what the context is within the bible um for that specific like thing that you have a problem with don't ask me don't ask me about predestination bro i'm not gonna i'm not gonna answer you it's it's gonna be it's gonna be like a huge talk predestination tulip um calvinism just all okay that's like maybe intermediate level of uh, christianity (laughs) right there um even there's still debates going on about that but yeah so if anything talk to your christian friends if you are still feeling like your christian friends are saying some bogus things are they christian anyways Ooh. um maybe <laughs> yeah we, we need to I talk mean, about like, that later we need to talk about yeah because yeah, yeah. i okay yeah we're gonna talk about are your friends even christian because that's a that's another topic to go into but i think that for you know if you want to learn more, ask questions. Ask your pastor. Hopefully your pastor <laughs> is a good source of information. And if not, you might not be Uh-oh. wanting to stay in that church. <laughs> um, because uh, there's so many... There's like do- this documentary that me and my um, church watched together for like youth group. And it talked about like um, this prosperity gospel. And uh, I forget what it was called. Was it something Christianity or like something gospel? The American gospel or something? No Anyways, um, it's a documentary. It was on Netflix for a little bit. It was on like Amazon. Um, however, it just talked about how um, there's like prosperity gospel, which sounds really great. You might hear about like um, Joel Olstein or like um, who's the other guy that like talks about like. I don't remember. Yeah that he basically speak tongues and 
um like tells people to donate to like his church so that like you know they can get riches in heaven um essentially if it sounds too good to be true it might be good too good to be true if they're asking for money like really hard asking for money like constantly you may need to check out like why and if they have jet planes and like if the pastor has like lots of money there might be a huge problem. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so you have to you have to make sure that um, you're not in a cult, because mm-hmm. sometimes some Christianities may be called Christianity, but it's not like the same gospel. It's not the same Jesus, and it's not the same like Bible or faith. Like, you have to figure out, like, if you're in the right area mm-hmm. at all. So, yeah, make sure you're doing that. Because <laughs> um, that could be very scary. You might be uh, you might be in the pyramid scheme. Don't drink the fruit punch. Don't drink, <laughs> Do, don't do drink not the fruit drink punch, the dude. fruit punch. Yeah. Uh, drink the living water. That's that's the good stuff right there. Yeah, not, not, not the death water. <laughs> Yeah, not not the one that can kill you, but the one that can give you life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think going back to what Greg said about um, we have to give everything to God. I think um, just going back to prayer as well. I think if you think about um, Christianity as a relationship, um, the way that I see it is like for praying, pray as if like um, you're praying to like someone that you love so much. Um, or even to, like, your father, or even to, like, like, just talk to them. Talk to, like, the way that I am pictured is, like, if I were to go on the bus and tell my future spouse about my day, I think that's the same thing as, like, talking to God. Like, hey, God, um, my day was really great. Um, and explain why your day was great. And then you could talk about, like, hey, God. Um, my day has been kind of crappy. I don't like things have been going pretty wrong. And then just talk to God about these things. Like God, I know that. Um, and be reminded about who God is. And then in the end of the day, you just be like, Hey God, like um, I pray for um, like this, this, and that. I pray for um, Mary to get well. I pray for um, I don't know my grades to get better. But you're the only way. Like you're the only like reason why things will get better so i pray for these things so a big part is having a relationship like the way that i think about it is talking to your significant other uh and that's like how our relationships are like if you're thinking about your significant other you should be giving your 100 percent to that person you should be you should lay yourself down for that person if you're if i don't know if you are like me i think that that's how we should be doing things it's just like if we love somebody so much, we'll do anything for that person, and we'll talk to them about anything. That's how I think talking to God should look like. We just like they are also our father. They are also like our king. But to having that personal relationship with him is like a huge part. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably a good place to start with prayer. I think that there's there's a lot that you have to think about when it goes into prayer, but. That's for that's for when he becomes slightly more mature. I think that that's a good starting point. And I think another major thing right now for um, 
for newer Christians is kind of what we talked about earlier. It's reading your Bible and learning more about God and about Christianity. I think that this is very important and it's something that not a lot of people do. It's like even mature Christians, not a lot of people do <clears throat> yeah. this. Like true, true. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's it's really I don't know. I find I find it really interesting because like like one thing that my church did really well is teach the Bible. So I think I've, I I came out of high school with a very decent understanding of the Bible comparatively to I think a lot of other people, and I think it is it has helped me a lot because here's here's just the cold hard facts, right? The Bible is the word of God. And so if you ever wonder to yourself, what is God speaking to me? And you don't read the Bible, you're playing yourself. Um, like, it, I can't I can't understate how important reading the Bible is. And I can't understate how important, like, doing so not just to read the Bible, but to, because you want to get to know God more, right? Um, the, like, how, like, one of the best ways to get to know somebody more is to, like, understand what they were like in the past because um i don't know when you're when you're just when you're with somebody and you're just like looking towards the future it's uncertain like you don't know what's going to happen but if you look at their past and you have a good idea of what's going to happen to the future um and learning and yeah reading the bible i think is really important in getting to know and getting to understand god Mm, amen yeah and it's something yeah no like so many people have such poor biblical literacy (laughs) <laughs> and it's like really it's really disheartening because like a lot of these people are like leaders and they just have like mm-hmm. absolutely no idea what's going on um like yeah, they're like you have to try you have to trash them with your quiz <laughs> yeah it, honestly like i did i did like i did a i made a bible quiz once and the group for my um college small group and the group with three leaders it was just three leaders they did the worst out of everybody <laughs> Like, oh no! It, like it's so bad, um, which is why I was glad that I was also a leader, because at least I could shore up their lack of knowledge. Um, you rebuke them. You're yeah, like, you gotta read. Yeah, like, I'm like guys, please, um, please. But yeah, it's like it's like honestly shocking because like I saw a meme one time that was like, um, you know, you know the you know the meme that's like it's like the different tiers of like, and then it's like the the blue guy with like the brain, yeah. and then it gets like increasingly yeah. more like um intense and the at the, mm-hmm. at the start it was like oh um let's say let's use john 316 right oh um john 316 says this and then the next line is uh john says this and the next line is the bible says this says this and oh. then the next line is like i think the bible says blank right and then you like <laughs> like place yourself place yourself in a category which one are you like how when you explain things to other people how are you explaining them um, this is this is a, something for like mature Christians. Like, if you don't know mm-hmm. what you're talking about, nobody's going to believe you. Like, if you're talking about how important Christianity is, and you can't list out like at least two two Bible verses, nobody's going who's going to trust you, right? Um, mm-hmm. You don't even have your you don't even have your own facts, right? Um, and so, yeah, just reading reading the Bible is really important for like multiple reasons. One of them, obviously, is to get to know God better. Um, and the other one is to make sure that, um, cause like, like we said earlier, right there, are, there are a lot of churches, a lot of, um, people who say things that kind of sound correct, right? Because all these like 
weird like semi-cultish churches they all mm -hmm. use parts of the gospel and they all use like part of christianity it's maybe like it could it could be like 70 to 80 percent like correct theology and then but it's like the 20 to 30 percent that makes it like super not good <laughs> that makes it like super bad and the only way for you to be able to recognize that is if you know what they're talking about um and so reading the bible is a way to ensure that what is that the christianity that you're learning about and that you're believing in is true and the bible is very hard to read i think for newer christians and that's where being in places like small group being in places like sunday school having that type of community around you is going to help a lot because they can explain things to you if you have questions somewhere you can go ask like because a lot of things are like a lot of things are very culturally based a lot of things are very like historically based and you wouldn't understand them unless somebody told you about it but you would not even be able to reach that point if you didn't like if you weren't reading in the first place and so i think that reading the bible also watching like watching sermons or um reading books about christianity are also very important and they they're like i think they're easier ways of getting like they're like the they're like the kind of like summarizing like parts of the bible or parts of christianity right when i was um younger i read a lot of c.s lewis books and they're like a little hard to understand but they they i think that they're very like well written it's obviously a lot to take away from them like i think if you're older check out mere christianity it's a really good book and i kind of want to read it again soon at some point but it goes a lot into like talking about like christianity like closer to its roots and so like getting to learn more about god i think is it's also like it's not just like work too because when i when you when you like hear like oh you should go learn about this you should go read a book you're like oh man <laughs> sounds like school again but i think there's a lot of joy in doing it too like when i don't know some it's sometimes it's like i don't think this is the best example but um when i start like let's say i start playing a new a new game right um a few months ago, I started playing Guilty Gear's Drive. It's like, it was like the newest, newest fighting game. And then after I started learning it, um, I, I was watching a whole lot of videos of it. Like, learning, like, all this tech about it. Learn, watching people play matches and all that kind of stuff. And it was something that was just, like, this is, like, fun to do because it's something new and I'm getting to, like, explore it and I get to, like, learn all the different sides of it. Same thing can kind of be applied to Christianity and to God. Like, some of this stuff, like, while you might think that it's boring, it get, it can be, like, really fun. Like, I don't know, a yeah. lot of people read the New Testament because, I don't know, a lot of, I don't know why people always, like, tell new, new Christians to read the New Testament. Um, I think it is important. But, like, the New Testament, like, I'll, I'll be honest, New Testament's kind of boring. Like, you're just reading letters. Um, That's true. Like, go read the Old Testament. There's like, a whole bunch of stories there. It's fun. And it's yeah, fun. <laughs> you get to like see the history of Israel. Like, this is like this is like the history, and like you get to see all like the really cool moments, right? Moses like splitting the Red Sea, God setting up a wall of fire, blocking off the Egyptians. Like, that's like really really cool. You also see people doing like really stupid things, like David yeah, and Bathsheba. 
and and they turn to dust and yeah. salt and uh, yeah, like pe- they and burn people, up and then you're like what the heck is going on and then you get to and then like as you read more you get to, you start to and you go to church more you get to understand like oh this is us like this is um this is how we were like but now now and then now if you read the new testament then you get to see oh now all the all this like cool and great stuff um is going on like i don't know you talk to henry we've had henry on a few times he loves he loves learning about the bible um he gets like super excited anytime he gets to talk about it and so mm-hmm. yeah i think another tip for new christians read your bible um learn more about christianity because it, it is it is a lifestyle like you it's not just something that comes like supernaturally you have to put in a little bit of work to be able to yeah live live a christian life and once again it's not it's not like boring and it's not like oh there's so much work at the end of the day i think you'll be really thankful that you did no definitely and i think um i think people should just take their time um like we're all having our like different races we're all running the same race um however like if you aren't a big reader because Personally, I didn't finish the Bible till like last year, and yeah, I think my foundation, my knowledge, was usually because I asked a lot of questions and because I went to Sunday school, because I went to small groups and um, listened to sermons, and I was just like, "Wow!" So this is who God is um, through all of these teachings that I've been learning from um, different pastors, different teachers, and. I think that's something to know that like this isn't a like a a race where you have to learn every all everything all at once, but this is a journey where we're still learning. Um, me and Greg, we're, we probably are still like in our infant stages, and we have years and years of more wisdom to um, gather and obtain. And yeah, don't be afraid to just put your like put your toes into the water. Um, or just splash around a little bit um, until you can like actually like get into the water and understand like what is this living water that you're in? Um, what does it mean to like drink from the well that is that has like life? Mm-hmm. So yeah, understand that there is so much to do within Christianity. There's so much to see. There's so many people that you can meet. Um, I think. I personally love the community within Christianity. I think I also love the praise. Um, like, I don't know, even when I was little, like before I even became Christian, I went to like a Christian summer camp. Dude, I love singing. I loved like VBS music and songs. Um, and I think some music, some styles, you guys may like too. And we talk about that in CCM. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. So, yeah, like, uh, Christian contemporary music. Um, yeah, there's things for everybody, but I think everyone has their own pace. And just talk to me, Greg, your Christian friends about um, certain topics, um, or even a pastor or somebody you know. But I think if you were to go to a church not knowing anybody, I think try to find out where you can find a small group. Mm-hmm. And try to make like friends through that small group so that you can learn more and to be acquainted with that church that you're attending 
Um, because whenever you go to church, like, it's a big crowd. Like, it's a little intimidating. Um, but just know there's options where you can have a smaller crowd and talk to fewer people so that you can meet the rest later. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're getting near the end. And so let's, let's give some, let's give like one final, let's give one final tip each. Uh, I'll let you think of yours. Cause I, as you were speaking, I was thinking of mine. Um, and I have, a, I have a pretty good one. Um, so for me, my final tip for new Christians is, um, don't worry if you mess up, mm. don't worry if Amen. you mess up. I think that, uh, depending on who you are, this can be like really life-changing, <laughs> honestly, because we are all, yeah, like Nick said, we are all on this journey of faith, right? F- like the faith walk doesn't end once you become a Christian. Like that's where, <laughs> that's where the journey begins. And the end is when you die <laughs> and you eventually like get to heaven. Um, mm-hmm. and along the way, you're going to, you're going to fail. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's no, no two ways, but you are, you're going to fail at some point or another. And sometimes like, sometimes it will be a really big failure. And sometimes you'll think oh, this is it, right? Like I have messed up big time, right? Before my life, I've messed up, but you know, then God, like, forgiven me and then like i repented i become a christian but this time i already knew all the things i was supposed to do and then i still messed up mm-hmm. don't worry like Mo- god Moses. has god Moses has did the same thing yeah god has like abounding grace especially for this time we like mm-hmm. every single christian that you've seen has messed up and yeah even the people in the bible they mess up so often <laughs> yeah and even like god even still loves him. even the greatest christian leaders that you see today they will mm. also mess up and mm-hmm. um what it, what we have to understand like for us looking from the outside we have to we have to be able to show grace to them also because mm-hmm. like if you if you do not show grace to these people who are also messing up and then you mess up don't ex- like don't expect grace to be shown to you if you're not willing to give grace um but yeah like we like god gives us the freedom to be able to mess up and god will welcome us back with open arms we just need to have that heart of repentance and so mm. yeah don't be don't be afraid of doing things wrong um obviously don't try to do things wrong but don't be afraid yeah. if you do mess up i think that that's my final tip for new christians no definitely um yeah a friend of mine sent me a question which which was like how do i incorporate god and the bible into everyday life um i think from my own experience the way that i do it is just like I think God is constantly, like, in my thoughts, in my mind, um, because, like, I just talk, I feel like we're supposed to be, like, constantly talking to God. I think there's a part where, okay, that's, you know, how we talked about, like, the brain, the, the brains are just like, oh, and the Bible says, blah, blah, <laughs> says, like, I, I, I just remember, <laughs> um, Paul, Paul, I remember, I think there's a phrase where Paul says, like um he's a continuously praying do you remember that one mm-hmm. greg yeah yeah i, I forget where is it, is I... it like uh-huh. okay anyways you can google you guys can google it because i'm not going to google it right now but <laughs> um there's where there's a part where paul is continuously praying right non-stop endlessly praying and i think that's like 
what we're meant to do when we're like um in our everyday life like lives right where god is constantly like in our minds and we're just like oh god thanks god for um this amazing day like you're eating food you're like oh god this food was pretty good this is great food <laughs> like <laughs> thank you chef um or just like you're walking around and you're just thinking about like god's glory and how great god is i and maybe you're doing your studies and you're like god give me strength like i think you can incorporate god into your everyday lives and then maybe bible verses can come into um your head or um there's just like i think bible verses are great for remembrance like understanding like who god is and what he's trying to say to you right so i think incorporating god in the bible into like my life is just constantly reminding myself of who i am who god is and how he has impacted my life and just using bible verses or being reminded of where i was before and where i am now to understand how great god is so yeah yeah and don't worry if that doesn't come to you very naturally at first either it does that's, not it, that's it, also it, it should not yeah, <laughs> that's i think that's like a more intermediate on. yeah that's more intermediate level but i think that's how i would answer like how do i how would i incorporate god in the bible into everyday life mm -hmm. yeah and so those are those are our those are our tips for new christians coming into uh, the faith people who are still looking around thinking about whether whether this is something that they might want to check out too and also some some tips some reminders for us mature christians because we are we are not faultless we're not faultless just because mm -hmm. we've been here longer doesn't mean that we're like doing too much better um and yeah there's like yeah christianity is constant is a constant walk of sanctification becoming more like christ and mm -hmm. it's it's a journey that we're all walking together and so mm -hmm. make sure you got some people by your side make sure you got your focus on god and make sure you're always learning is what i is what i kind of sum it up sum it all up with yeah and love god and love people true Amen. true most important most important commandments and mm -hmm. yeah if you have any questions right if you're listening to this and you have, you have questions obviously you can talk to me or nick because i'm pretty sure all of you know us personally if not <laughs> if not we all, we always have an email <laughs> also i think mm -hmm. amen podcast amen, too. amen podcast, too. Amen podcast mm -hmm. too. or yeah ask, ask people who are close to you um but yeah thank you everybody for listening we are amen with the power of god and anime on our sides we hope to see you next time peace amen amen